What's going on, Radio Freest Van listeners, and welcome to episode 127 of the Radio Freest Van podcast, a gaming podcast. My name is Michael. I got my co-host Derek here. You want to say what's going on, Derek? What's up, everybody? We also got powerful Scott. You want to say what's going on, Scott? Sometimes you got to roll on Shabbos, bro. Yeah, it's true. And powerful Ryan. You want to say what's going on, Ryan? What's happening, guys? So. I don't know what Scott said earlier, <laughs> like five <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> you, uh, you, you've never watched The Big Lebowski? Either? I've watched The Big Lebowski, but I don't remember that quote. I'm not going to lie to you, Michael. I was getting pretty annoyed during the whole laugh track thing, and this only makes me mad. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Derek, go and show it off. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we can do that now. Uh, glad that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah we uh so so I've upgraded the mixer here in the old uh, studio the old studio because uh we've been uh making Pat a video game streamer so he streams out of my living room now and we've just got the right setup and so now we can push that button and make that one noise whenever we want. There's other noises on there, but I have no idea what these other buttons do. <laughs> Nobody knows what the other buttons do. What so. about the guy who manufactured the buttons? He was killed. He was killed in That's... a tragic button making accident. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he uh as soon as he was finished, he said, Eureka, it's finished, and you know, oh, we know it is prom. That, that could be one of the buttons. Is Eureka, it's finished. And then the sound of whatever happened to him. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven other buttons. <laughs> Untouched. Well, we know what one of them does. One of them's laughter, which apparently is pretty. We can't hear it. They can. You, Ryan and Scott can hear it, but we can't hear it on our end. Yeah. Which is probably for the best. Because it's a lot less annoying <laughs> when, <laughs> when you have full control of a button that makes sounds that other people can hear. I don't think I was meant to have this power. <laughs> Nobody was meant to have this power. So anyway, we got a pretty normal episode for you guys. It's going to be uh, just standard hobby progress, what we've been up to, all that jazz. And then uh, we didn't get any emails. So I think I think there was one person asking for an event shout out, though. Uh, I will find that before we get to that section. And uh, we're just going to chat it up. Yeah, we'll see, up. How, see how everybody's doing. So who wants to start? Who wants to start on how they've what they've been up to? Dude, Go ahead, Scott. Been up to lots of stuff, man. So, um, I got that dropship in from uh, Hardware Studios. Got it painted up and threw some pictures up. And uh, I put them on. Yeah, I put them on our page. Put yep. some of those and some of the Fourth Alliance guards guys. I've been painting up that that like first company where I use the card suites for my like designate between lances. So my thought process is I'm going to do two companies for each faction. I have I have a unit of Lyran guards, which are like traditionally white and blue, but that's their parade scheme. So I do it in a desert camo. And then I have the Alliance guards. So I'll do two companies of each of those. And uh, I knocked out the first, first company of that. And I'm a little ways into the second. But uh, painting that dropship too, I like that a lot. Uh, the gold I, I use on it, like I said, I kind of have to wet blend it. So 
doing that on something big where I can pump it through an airbrush is really, really easy. It saves a whole lot of time. So that's kind of kind of cool. Um, other than that, man, I've just I got in my mechs from our our buddy who who prints them our little six mil ones, and they they come in multi part kits, so you pose them and shit however you want. You don't have to have them just standing there like a statue or anything. So I've been been uh fucking going crazy with that, man, and it's a uh, a lot of fun. Kind of I don't know. I never really got satisfaction out of assembling stuff in the past, but with Biotech stuff like you can convert things up to be specific variants and give them cool poses and it's just really I don't know stimulating I guess so I'm enjoying that a whole lot and then uh I have like it's a small scale game right so it's not a huge buy-in to having to play different factions or whatever you're not like costing yourself an arm and a leg so you can kind of in time wise it's it's pretty easy to do so I don't have to worry about you know having multiple things going at one time and just getting lost in the sauce and all fucked up and then nothing getting done so I I went from like painting that blue army to painting the desert camo guys and now I'm working on my clan stuff which is like a dark gray and red so that's also kind of nice like on the painting side of things I don't have to paint the same thing constantly I can switch for between whatever I'm feeling like doing and that I get a lot more done that way because you stay inspired more, I guess. Oh yeah, I get that. Yeah. But uh that's me, man. That's what I'm doing. I'll you know, I try to post updates and stuff periodically if anyone gives a shit. But um other than that, man, I'll I stay pretty busy. So <laughs> so every yeah. time we record I have something I've painted something or done something. Yeah, I saw you named your leopard possum. That was pretty funny. That's right. The possum, bro. <laughs> in honor of, uh, hey, hey, man. I mean it, you know, it's really from the heart. It's like he lives on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like naming um, naming a car a NASCAR Dale Earnhardt is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Dale Earnhardt turn. He takes on turn four, right? Yeah, a, if they named that wall <laughs> Dale Earnhardt, I'd. Like, it's like don't worry it's a it's a it's a we're trying to honor him it's like what <laughs> i painted it in like the shittiest wet paint possible <laughs> so it, it looked like it's like running down some idiot put it on there <laughs> some some guy that was like way too drunk on whiskey <laughs> screaming out Bottom! Bottom! and he had a big ass roller <laughs> that's exactly what there was me i painted that <laughs> i got down to after our episode <laughs> you were in a pretty dark place and that's what you did shrunk himself down to 28 millimeter six millimeter shrunk myself down to six millimeter scale got a giant ass paint roller and painted possible <laughs> on the bottom, back of a leopard probably would have been an easier way to do that but you got to do what you got to do <laughs> exactly <sighs> so uh, who else who wants to go uh, Derek. continuing my work on my fire after got most of the transfers i want put on it i've been trying to find some for like uh vehicle identification like numbers or something like that uh i've been using the like old space marine vehicle transfers because the Night Lords one I've got, it's pretty dope. It just has a lot of stuff for, like, infantry and, I guess, like, big-ass 
Legion logos, but as far as like generic vehicle markings and identification and stuff like that, I just don't really have a lot with me. But uh, I did what I could so far, and I'm actually pretty pleased with how it's coming out. Yeah, try to check out the, um, I don't know if you got any of these laying around, but those old Imperial Guard transfer sheets, there's lots of like little stencil numbers and white and black and stuff, and maybe that can, that can help you yeah. out. I'll have to dig through my old stuff, because I know I had a couple Lehman Russes back in the day. But, uh, yeah, other than that. Old fucking to- Morty and Michael over there has a bunch of it. I have a shitload of Lehman Russes. A shitload of Lehman Russes. You have any transfer sheets? A shitload of transfer sheets. Actually, I feel kind of bad, and, and let me explain why. Uh, this guy I bought transfers from on eBay. I bought, I think, 10 Lehman Russ transfer sheets from him because I needed, like, 10 of them that said Morty in. Like, and you only get one that says Morty in per transfer sheet. And the color I want, you get one, one black, one white. I need it in white whatever all right so order 10 from him and then i sent him a message i was like hey i didn't get my transfers and like i was pretty salty because like it was holding up my my process my painting process and he's all uh my bad it's the holidays so i don't i guess it got lost somewhere and i don't like no problem he sends me transfers he goes they'll be in a a blank envelope that will uh you know, they won't look like there's transfers in there. Just letting you know. I was like, okay, it's fine. And so this was like during the holidays and like another like two weeks go by. And I'm like, hey, where are my transfers? Like, why haven't gotten them yet? Did you forget? He's like, no, I swear I mailed them off. And so I was like, okay, before I go destroy this guy on eBay and destroy <laughs> his his. Just pro- his mom and pop eBay shop. Yeah, like before I before I open that PayPal dispute for six dollars, <laughs> <laughs> I better check myself. Uh, so I go to Pat. Or, you know, Pat. He uh, he's the guy. He's Jake's brother that cleans our house. And I'm like, hey, have you uh, have you noticed any white envelopes coming in the mail? Like like people maybe bring in the mail. He goes, oh yeah, you got you have two of them like that. <laughs> they're both here on this chair and i go through my mail which i don't look through my mail like <laughs> and sure why enough, would you why would you go through your own mail one dated like december 15th and the other dated like december 23rd or something like that <laughs> yeah it was pretty shitty of me i was like right. oh fuck and so i sent the guy a message i'm like hey man turns out i did get the first transfer sheet i will buy some more transfers from you like, and just don't send them. He's like PayPal in the six bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I just like bought more from him. He's like, don't, 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 I don't send them. <laughs> and I will give you good, I'll give you good feedback. I felt really <laughs> bad about that. So those transfers are pretty much blood transfers. I think is what I want you to, wait, before you start using them, just be aware. I just need to know the history behind them. There's, there's, there's story behind them. Yes. I will hopefully remember that story every time somebody asks me about my transfers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, just got to get those finished up and then on to weathering shit. So as far as the flight stands, what do you guys think? Clear or like matte black? Matte black for me. My vote. I know it's a people don't like. Yeah, the, the stem. I don't really care. Yeah, I don't feel 
super strongly either way. I think most you, people do clear. Yeah. Are you using you're using not using speedy stems, right? You're not using like aluminum ones. No, it's the uh, fire the flight stand. Flight oh, stems. okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I would just leave it clear. You know, save your paint. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much all I had. Michael. Uh, as far as hobby progress goes, uh, I haven't gotten anything done. Uh, like any anything hobby related. Uh, I'm actually behind because I told Zach that I'd paint a termite for him, and now that my uh my airbrushing is like so quick, like I can knock shit out. Like I could probably paint that. Ter- I think I painted my termite in like four hours. So like I know that I can knock his out like really quick. I kept putting it off. And I think I have to have it to him by next Friday. So, because that's Port Ma. Oh, yeah. So, I have to paint a, a termite at some point. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I'm just, like, way behind on everything. The good news is uh, I put out, I think I talked about it last week. I put out the, like, open, like, announcement to all of our game group. I was like, hey, if anybody wants me to paint them or print up 28 millimeter. 160 uh, scale. 160 scale Battletech minis like I'm game and turns out Buddy and Cody are both like they both Amazoned some filament to, immediately yeah like they're they're like legit uh one of them wanted something I don't know it, either way they both like have the mechs they want they know what they want to do so we might be able to have some 160 scale Battletech going on down here in old Victoria Texas and all it takes is a few people. And like those are which, like the main Which Cody? Uh not Gabbard. Cody What can I remember his name? McGarity? McGarity, yeah, there it is. Uh, okay. Yeah. Man, I could not remember his name to save my life. I'm sorry, Cody. I know Texas you're listening. Texas me. He might look like brothers. Texas. He me. actually yeah. he actually looks like, like uh blonde Texas you. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. We're like uh Double Dragon or some shit, like the blonde <laughs> and the brunette dude, like in a video game. But they're just like two dudes that are built like SpongeBob with beards. You guys are one half of a sweet ZZ Top cover band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's funny if you, uh, man, the Hatfields is... and McCoys. <laughs> <laughs> There's that show on Netflix right now called The Last Kingdom, and yep. uh, like, there's a, it's a. Uric or Ragnar Ragnar's son is like the uh, his brother like uh, I can't remember the dude's name some badass like Ragnarson and his brother looks just like like if you think it like if you watch that show you know his brother Ragnar and yeah it is Ragnar Ragnar Ragnarson <laughs> his his that dude looks exactly like Cody that is Cody 100% beard and all like every time I watch that show, like Ragnar does something, I'm like go get him, Cody. Like, go, <laughs> go take care of that. Nice. So, but anyway, so yeah, they're taking me up on the offer. I told them they'd have to clean it. As a just like really, I'd have no problem taking my printer and like putting it at the shop so people can just print their stuff up. I'm sure that would not be good for like a shop to have there. To watch. Not in a, not an enclosed space. Well, no, I mean, oh no, no, not that, not my little printer. My big uh, i3. That one doesn't smell at all. The the no, it doesn't smell at all. Oh, 
actually makes things smell better. <laughs> Got that lemon scented uh, filament. Yeah. So either way, but yeah, it probably wouldn't be wouldn't be good to keep it a shop. What would be good to keep it a shop is some of them big ass mechs. I guarantee you'll have more players doing that. Yeah, that's the truth. Put them in those glass cases, print them up, go to town. So, but yeah, man, that's pretty much all. Like all I've been doing hobby wise, I've been working on my Jeep like every single day till like midnight. I get off work, I'll make something to eat, and then I'll go outside and go put some new parts on. And then Friday, I picked up a Weber Smoky Mountain, a little 18 inch smoker. And I know what you're thinking, but Michael, <laughs> why would you do that? You have a $3,000 barbecue pit on a trailer that you could use. Well, turns out this guy named Harry Sue is going around smashing all the competitions with little Weber Smoky Mountains. And was that the Asian guy that's number one best barbecue guy or whatever? He's number one best barbecue guy. Yeah. USA number one. USA number one best barbecue. And so, yeah, getting on that train, trying to figure out what's going on. I made some chicken today before the show. Uh, some damn good chicken, I can say. And uh, made it like a – it was a, it was chicken thighs, and so I cut up the chicken thighs for a competition cut. Did everything I could to mimic what it would be like if I was competing. And, uh, you know, if you guys want to follow me – in IBCA, like if you're like, I wonder how good of a cooker Michael actually is. If you go to IBCA, I am team elite this year. So uh, that's just in case my work wants to jump on. I kind of planned it early. So nice. if you want to see my points ranking and all that jazz this year, it's team elite. So but Yeah, my goal for the end of 2019 is to pull a trailer with four Weber Smoky Mountains to a barbecue competition with my uh, Jeep Grand Wagoneer. That's my goal this year. Hell yeah, that's the dream. So, yeah, that's what I've been, that's what I've been up to. <laughs> got like a hobby resolution this year? For, for like war games, like miniatures? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not really, not like, I don't have like a hobby resolution. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I want War Games Camp to or War Gamer Camp to go pretty well. I'm yeah. like, we've sold for. I think 25 or 26 tickets, so we're like 10 tickets away from reaching yeah. the minimum. Yeah, I really like. I want dust to blow up a lot more than it is. And War Games Camp to go good. War Gamer Camp to go good. I know what my hobby resolution is. It's to fucking kick Vince's stupid Italian ass at that Flames of War game at War Gamer Camp. I want to reverse history. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> Japanese win. New York is now new to. <laughs> we all are reading backwards. <laughs> Everybody has anime instead of cartoons. They're teaching anime in high school now. <laughs> the NBA. Top knot. 
<laughs> the NBA was never made. <laughs> Therefore, Jordan sneakers don't exist. And neither did Chick-fil-A. So, yeah. God, what a fucking shitty ass version of reality that was. <laughs> I was like, ah, it's not so bad right up until you got to the Chick-fil-A part. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, NBA never exists, so Michael Jordan doesn't become the greatest, so Kobe doesn't have anybody to steal moves from. <laughs> Is that what you want? A shitty NBA? <laughs> uh, what about you, Ryan? What you been up to? Hand printing Big Macs. I, I think that. I'm like printed over 20 now uh i'm getting like i got it down where i can print something now like this that i printed that i'm working on now or like chris duncan's archer i really just have to putty this the parts that obviously face the build plate that there's just no way around them being bad but other once you get that puttied i don't even have to sand anything anymore really like i can just spray primer on this and paint and you wouldn't be able to distinguish this from like a Forge World resin kit or anything like that. What what settings did you tweak? It's not settings. I mean, I use the Gambody generic settings like you use. Uh-huh. Um, the only thing I changed from the Gambody settings is turn the um, supports down to nine percent or ten percent, whatever that is. And um, I should go set something to zero percent. I forgot to do that this week. Yeah, I think I just turned that down. I don't think I changed anything else. Oh, I changed the infill. There's no reason to do fucking 15% infill on these. They're strong. They're strong as fuck. So I changed the infill. I think that's normally set to 20. I set the infill to 10 and the supports to 9 or 10. Um, And then all the other settings I leave the same. It's the machine itself. There's tons of little adjustments and things that can get slop in the machine. And it does it over time, like as things wear or as things stretch, like belts or whatever. So in between each print, I have that checklist we've been talking about where I check the tension on both the both access belts, the one that moves the bed and the one that moves the printer head. And you know how your i3 Mega has two vertical motors, like two uh, screws, like vertical screws? Mm-hmm. So the, the Ender only has one. And then the arm goes over and it's got these three wheels. So I actually think the i3 is probably a better design on that. But the ender, the three wheels, one has an eccentric nut on it. When you tighten it, the wheel moves in like an elliptical orbit where you can tighten it. Mm-hmm. So you grab that arm on the side that's not on the side of the motor and you wiggle it. And if it'll move up or down at all, <coughs> you tighten that nut a little bit to you know take all that slop out of it. And then the same thing with the bed. You grab the bed, and you see if it'll rock back and forth, or you'll see if it'll rock side to side. If it rocks at all, there's four wheels up underneath, and if you're looking up directly straight up underneath of it, on the right-hand side, there's two more wheels that have that same nut on there. So you tighten that up where there's no wiggle at all. And then um, you just make, then you make sure the rails that the wheels travel on are perfectly clean and the wheels as they wear, they put out like flakes or dust. I I clean all that off, make sure it's perfectly clean and smooth. So that tracks running real smooth and everything's just smooth. 
and then you run it with those settings and man it it's fucking yeah like i said you can just prime over shit and it's gonna look like resin it's It's wild really adopted the 3d printing (laughs) really take it to it so there's other people that uh have listened to this or just seen pictures of me putting stuff on Facebook that have also gotten into 3d printing like for Christmas and stuff. And they're sending me their stuff. So Patrick, um, he has been doing Patrick O'Hare. He's been doing these Adeptus Titanicus models or Epic 30 K or something like that. And he's doing this with an ender and they're tiny as shit. Let me send them to you guys. So check these out. Um, I think I saw some of those earlier, like the Lucius pattern. Yeah, look at that and realize how tiny that is. And look at the detail that the Ender's getting out of it. Yeah. And that's a $200 machine. Whoa. Jesus. Wow, that's crazy. The future is now. <laughs> so I think my yeah, quote, he, he was saying he's super impressed with the detail. And I told him, yeah. I would probably be mega worried if I was a dickhead overcharging overhyped minis company that price gouges. Not that I'm talking about anyone specifically. Winky face. (laughs) (laughs) That's an insane detail. You can probably print that Warhound that he printed there for a buck. In like four hours. Nah, it took longer than that. I think he said the whole model on the plate took I don't know. Oh, he's got the times written down. So the feet are 15 minutes a piece. The waist is an hour. The body's three hours, so that's four, four and a half. The head's 20 minutes. We'll just call that five. And then the arms are about an hour a piece. So seven. You can print one of them Warhounds in seven hours. Damn. And you could probably put two or three of them on a plate at once and just print fucking three. Just Jesus. do a maniple. That's a uh, that's pretty wild, man. That is a sweet, sweet guy. So it's pretty awesome, man. I like it a lot. Um, so I've been working on that. Oh, to, sorry. Go ahead. Did he dial in the settings himself, or nah? I helped him. I sent him, he's using the Gambody ones. I just told him to just use the Gambody ones. We've been having good luck. And then I told him the adjustments that I made, and I've been helping him with, uh, like, what to check. Basically, just gave him my checklist. Like, before you print, do this, 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 and this. That's crazy. It's, like, it's crazy the level of, uh, hey, hey, how you doing? She's having a nightmare or something. It's crazy level of detail he's hitting. Like I can't process like how good that looks. Yep. It's pretty slick, man. <clears throat> so I have all of my big mechs for myself printed all eight of them. This Argus was my last one. I printed this twice and I've been learning little tricks in that uh mesh mixer and um 
Tinkercad and then just some other things. So like for example this torso, you see this torso? Yep. These laser these lasers right here are like super tiny normally and I didn't like the look of them. So you can see this seam right oh hang on. Right there where I split the torso so I could print the back half and the front half side by side so I'd have a good three sixty print like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so what I did, I just put that on in Cura on the plate with the nose like this and then the back next to it. These lasers are long. They're from the Warhammer. So I just put them on the plate and then drug them where they actually overlapped. <laughs> okay. okay. And then put them where they go and then just printed it and it just printed it on top of it without actually having <laughs> to fucking tinker cat or any of that. And it looks fucking great. Modern problems require <laughs> modern solutions. <laughs> It's like I didn't well, adjust I, the STL. I just I, I shoved printed, two models together. I just printed yeah. two STLs on top of each other. Yep. It fucking looks good. I don't know why you're giggling. It fucking worked. That's that's out of the box thinking. That is that is like that, a, that's actually brilliant. Oh, it's so funny. I just printed them on top of each other. Look at that's, that. That's problem solving though. Like I feel like I feel like it's when you're by the way, I know how to combine them in Tinkercad. It's not hard. It's just opening up another program and all that. And I was like, well, I already like the size of these Warhammer ones. Like I And I wanted to see if it would actually work, like if you could do that, like yeah. just as an experiment. And it does. So it's just another little tool you can add. Like, so I can basically, I basically just did that instead of like going through a program, having to fucking save a new STL, all this other stuff or alter the file or any of that. So, quick question. Did it print the smaller laser? Yes, it did. (laughs) So, like, for some reason, he dropped it, and, like, he snapped the laser. There would be a smaller laser (laughs) in the place. It's like the Russian Russian doll laser, where you just keep cutting the laser off, and it gets smaller and smaller. (laughs) It's like, don't worry. Second laser. That's redundancy. (laughs) That's some parody protection right there. You see, (laughs) the problem was I get I get light in my I get I get light in my eyes when I wear my when I when I wear my hard hat, but I don't get light in my eyes when I wear my hat. So I put them on together. (laughs) So funny. That's so funny to me that. Oh, there's a. It's so funny to me knowing that there's a little baby laser inside of your big laser. Why is that funny? because oh, it is. It's because it's, it's 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 you know these solutions they need they need to happen. It looks great. The mech looks fantastic. By the oh, way, oh yeah, looks super. Um. Clean. So yeah, I mean, like I said, just learning little tricks though, like learning how to split pieces to get better prints um learning how to ori like make sure they're they're placed properly on the plate um learning that you can just print fucking things on top of other things uh learning how to work both uh mesh mixer and tinkercad a little bit like i'm not great at either one um so yeah it's all good so anyway ben from dust fame uh he came up this weekend or came over from ohio he drove five hours over here in a fucking snowstorm because he's a psycho um powerful ben (laughs) to basically just learn extremely basic airbrush stuff which is fine i'm glad that he 
you know, has that hunger for knowledge. I hope that he comes back for uh, Henry's class, which he said he probably will, or going to try to, which will be good. Um, but, uh, yeah, he came over. I basically just showed him basic airbrush maintenance. Like, we, we used my uh, Cold of Paint um, Infinity for the first time, because that's what God. he ordered. Damn. Oh, okay. Okay. He ordered one to you. <laughs> yeah. His isn't in yet because he didn't get the the serialized ones. So um, his is still in the mail or whatever. So I was like, well, just use mine. That way you, you know. <laughs> that's like, uh, that's like, hey, man, can you teach me how to drive stick? So, yeah, let's go take out the vet. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go test drive the old Ferrari. <laughs> learn, let you learn how to drive stick a little. So bit. I showed him that. I basically showed him how to do like either like a Zenithal highlight or a panel highlight. Uh, showed him how to mix paint. Showed him how to clean his airbrush. Showed him basic uh, maintenance. Like if it's spattering, it's too thick. If it's spidering, it's too thin. Um, I showed him, you know, how you always start your airbrush off the model. So it doesn't spatter on the model. You start it off the model and then bring it on after you're already spraying. Um, just things like that. Uh, then actually I showed him a few like brush tricks, like how to actually paint things with a brush on a few things. Uh, and then Bill Heg, he came over and him and Ben played a game of dust. Ben brought like all his fucking dust terrain. They had some crazy jungle board, jungle yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. Ben's making that Pacific board. And it it looks legit. He didn't have the rocks painted, which made me a little fucking sad because they just have like these white Antarctica looking icebergs in the middle of this fucking jungle. But the shit that he did have done, like the jungle huts and the jungle trees look phenomenal. So that board is going to look really, really good when he's done. But um, yeah, him and Bill played a game. Uh, I think it was Allies, uh, U.S. Marine Corps versus SSU, like uh Smurf platoon with some with Winter Child and a fucking the tank the Amal tank and some other shit. Oh, I know and, the list. Uh, I know the list well. So it was a really really close game. I think you played eight turns, and if no one wins after eight turns, you basically both lose or it's a draw, and that's what happened. They basically drew. Ben had the upper hand on him, and then some rolls went south. But I mean, Bill was rolling. There was some rolls that I wouldn't say. There was some bad rolls on Bills and some bad rolls on Ben's. Like, it went both ways. And then, so, um, but it was, yeah, it was a super close game. It looked like Ben was going to win earlier on, and then it ended up being a draw. That's how every game of Dust I've ever played goes. <laughs> like, it like it seems like, it's like, oh, that dude is definitely going to win. And then, like, there's at no point you're like, oh, how the fuck did you turn that around like that? Literally every single game I've ever played has always been like, if you're winning at the beginning, you're probably going to lose at the end. <laughs> like <that's... laughs> So then uh, I took Ben to go get his first tenderloin at Oasis Diner. We went oh, over there. Bless his poor little heart. He fucking loved it. He said he went to Germany and went and ate official German schnitzel at two different German places. And he said Indiana Tenderloin was better than those official from Germany, German schnitzels. So, Oh, you hear that? You hear that Germany? Go ahead. Give it to him. Yeah. Derek. Step your game up. Give it to him, Derek. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Scott's mad. He's making the Popeye face. <laughs> Uh, I know what our next sound effect should be. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So, 
Um, then <laughs> after that, this morning, uh, he wanted to get a demo of Battletech in. So we played a demo. I just had him, I said, grab, grab a couple mechs. The plan was to let him pick two mechs. And I figured he would just pick like normal inner sphere mechs, you know, and then I was going to uh, pick two that were slightly more expensive and then give him a third, like really cheap mech, like a fucking locust or something. That way he would outnumber me. And then because I, I like when we do a, a demo game for somebody just to slightly outnumber somebody else, like three to two, so that you can see how the initiative order works, because it, it really matters when one side outnumbers and you need to learn that early on. But he was like, I'll take this mad cat, the one fucking clan mech I have. It's like twenty five hundred points and this yep. fucking uh, like Jihad era Thunderbolt. That's like nineteen hundred points. So I was like, well, fuck, I guess I'll pick the three. <laughs> cheaper max so <laughs> that's a lot of tonnage boy <laughs> yeah so i took like uh so you had a 65 tonner and a 75 tonner um that were high battle value so i took a phoenix hawk which is 45 tons a hunchback which is 50 tons and a dervish which is 55 and they're all like a little cheaper and i think he had he had like 400 more points than i did battle value wise fairly close to that which isn't and that'd be like playing 40 points down in like, you know, a 750, um, 30k game or something. You know what I mean? It's not, it's, it could matter, but not really. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. So, um, we ended up doing the demo and we just played till somebody was fully dead. So he killed one of my mechs and, uh, I killed both of his. Um, one of my mechs that was still alive at the end was pretty much like fucked. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, if if anything would have shot at it one more time, it'd been dead. And then my other mech was fairly pristine. It wasn't too shot up, but it was that shitty dervish that doesn't really do anything. <laughs> so <laughs> it would have really mattered. Um, but uh, yeah, it was fun. We just ran a little demo. He seemed to really enjoy it. So. It's pretty fun, pretty straightforward. Just kind of run at each other, shoot each other. So he just he got to see how like um, the only thing that kind of sucked is I, I always pick mechs that are really heat efficient. Like I hate when there's wasted shit. Like I don't mind when you have to like bracket things, but sometimes some designs are just really stupid and have a heat problem. But it's good to give new players something that does have a heat problem. Um, that way. They learn like, oh well, I can't, fi I can't fucking alpha strike this thing every turn or whatever it becomes a problem. But most of the mechs that I have painted that I have sheets for are pretty heat efficient. So that's the one thing he probably didn't really get to learn very much about was heat management. <laughs> he just goes uh, full blast every fucking time. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Uh, let me go and jump jet around too. Let me tell you what's not fun. Having a mad cat stand on a fucking hill yep. and be stationary, not move, so he's not getting any movement penalty, and then shoot his goddamn clan weapons at you that shoot twice as far as yours. Like, you're <laughs> dueling with this stupid thunderbolt, so you got these three mechs, like, wrecking this thunderbolt, but it's hard to kill, and you're spreading damage around where the fucker won't die. And the whole time, this mad cat's just sitting up there unmolested, like, shooting at you. And it's like, oh... How far is this? 14 inches? Oh, that's still medium range for all my guns because fucking clan magic. And you just get your, you know, you're just dick shot off by that thing. 
It's awful. Derek, have you seen a Thunderbolt from Battletech? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. So I'm going to show you one just so. I've seen the Mad Cat. Yeah. Mad Cat's pretty standard. Pretty like, iconic. Yeah. But this is a Thunderbolt. It's just a fat fuck. Like, oh, he's thick. He's thick. Yeah. So that's like walking forward, taking the brunt of everything, just eating up damage while the Mad Cat's in the background, which the Mad Cat can take damage too, right? The Mad Cat's it pretty has heavy more armor damage. than the Thunderbolt. <laughs> That's so. good. <laughs> that's a that's maybe a pretty good combo. <laughs> yeah. And so, the Phoenix, the Phoenix Hawk is uh does not look like it's in the same weight class as those guys. Uh, it's, it's, it's 90. So yeah. The only mech that I had with decent armor was the uh Dervish, but it has shitty guns. That's yeah, Phoenix Hawk. It's like a difference between Japanese and American Gundams. It, for right, right? Like, I feel like if, if, like, someone, like, like remember, that, like, that's Mobile Suit Gundam. The other one is Megas XLR. That's exactly. Like, Dude, what we did. This reminds me of, you're talking about, like, the difference between technologies and shit. That fucking Linda Moulton Howe interview you sent me. <laughs> and I've, like, I've only ever read her shit and i like him familiar because tim talks about her all the time yeah i didn't realize that's her and i was watching that interview and i was like is this fucking real so <laughs> this interview it's it's fake but it's i'll play the 20, i'll play it over the 29 over the... japanese scientists were killed by fucking military robots in a lab i was like holy fuck man and i was like this is how it starts it's on fucking skynet's loose yeah, like, well, here I'll I'll play it. I'll play it for the people. I for one welcome <laughs> our new robot overlords. That was dude, that was so <laughs> so so. Let me let me give you all some breakdown. And this this probably is going to be whatever. Uh, so we so like I said, we've been doing this whole humans Odyssey thing with uh, Jake's brother Pat, and so he streams video games. And what's cool about this mixer that we have, it lets us take calls. Uh, so like we can take calls on the mixer, it'll go through and like, it'll play in, in the normal audio sync. He can hear the people talking to him. We can hear their voices. Like you can play them like a whole nother channel. It's fucking cool as shit. Uh, so we ended up doing one of his topics where, uh, it was, have you ever seen a UFO? And so it was like one of those, Hey man. Let's go for the shares. We're going to like try and get some shares out of this. We're going to try and get some followers. So we're going to share it to these UFO groups, all these like MUFON groups and all this stuff. And so I was like, all right, well, I will go join all these UFO groups and I will go. (laughs) I will get on a list and I will go share your uh, share your stream. But, you know, dribble it up. Yeah, just straight up, you know, some social media uh, management. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to. So I joined probably like 11 UFO groups, completely changed up my Facebook profile's life because like immediately it's like, oh, you're interested in that kind of shit? And you know how like you can go to settings? Oh, you're out of your fucking mind? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bro, all I can say is every day I just have like I used to be in a bunch of Bigfoot like Wolfman groups just to like see what they were talking about. And like I started leaving them because people kept posting pictures of uh of like trees and shit. 
this is the same thing except instead of trees they post pictures of clouds like that's all it is like like people post pictures of clouds like you guys seeing this did y'all see this ufo this alien face inside this cloud (laughs) why would an alien (laughs) project their face into the clouds Like, bro, like, you have, like, I'm going to start taking pictures of, like, the crit. Yeah, that's what I'll do this week. Like, that's what every insane ass post I run across, and I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? I'm going to screenshot it. I'm going to make a collage, and I'm going to post it on our Facebook page so you guys can all fucking see the kind of shit that you're saving yourself from by not being these UFO groups. It's pretty wild. But here's that, here's the, here's that story. I'll play it for you all so you can hear it. At a top robotics company in Japan this week, four robots being developed for military applications killed 29 humans in the lab. And they did it by shooting what he called metal bullets. I didn't know there was any other kind. The scariest part is that lab workers deactivated two of the robots, took apart the third, but the fourth robot began restoring itself and somehow connected to an orbiting satellite to download information about how to rebuild itself even more strongly than before. And this, this next sentence, is a, this is a quote. I'm, I'm writing this down. I've been doing this for years. This is serious shit, Linda. But you're never going to hear this about this. Dude, so, so like, here's the thing. Thanks so, for the clarification, Linda, because I was taking this real fucking lightly when I'm hearing yeah. this. For real. Yeah. So, so the crazy thing is, right? So you have. Oh, you have to point the crazy thing out. Okay, yeah, oh, <laughs> let's do that. What, what part of that was crazy to you? Yeah, Michael? explain the crazy part of that, Michael, so for the listeners at home. You have to sleuth into that. <laughs> yeah, so... I don't, did you lose sound, Derek? Are you yeah, back? Yeah, I think it's the headphones. Are you back? Can you hear again? No? I think so. Oh, okay. Well, no, so, like, so you get, like, okay, like, <laughs> like, you know how even you as a like normal thinking human being, you had to question like, was that a real news? Like, is that actual news? Like, I don't know who this lady is. You did like five minutes of research and like, Oh, it's that crazy fucking lady. Dude, you put it in this UFO group. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I could probably go down at minimum, like five posts and find something crazy. Let's see. I mean, Oh, here we go. If we are spinning at 1,600 kilometers to make a 24-hour day on Earth, when you look at the night sky, why the stars don't move? Why oh, is that? No, dude. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's, that's who Linda gets, man. That's who Linda gets. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. Here's one. Here, we have a lovely lady with her horse kissing it on the nose. I might need to make it bigger. Please let me know. What? Hey, hey, let's just, we need to just get rid of fucking social media. I've listened to, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, it's just for the betterment of the world. We just literally need to kill social media. I'm pretty sure. I'm relatively certain that that should happen. Why? uh, I'm just confused. And uh, by the way, Jim Carrey's a flat earther now. Uh, I'm just confused at like, what were these people doing before Facebook? 
probably rambling drugs, on street corners. Michael, drugs. <laughs> okay. They were they're doing what they do now, drugs and being homeless when they're not on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. They used to be on drugs. See, it's the perfect are, storm of all this PC bullshit where you can't like just make fun of someone like what's normal. Like you're supposed to shame and make fun of somebody and treat them like shit so they know that it's bad, so they stop doing it. That's how fucking society has progressed forever, and that's how shit works. You're not allowed to do that anymore. Also, we have social media where all these fucking idiots can gather in groups that are way bigger than you should ever let idiot groups gather. Because even if, like, a fraction of a percent of people on Earth are fucking idiots, there's so many of us that that becomes quite a large number, and then they get a way bigger voice than they should actually have. 75,000 people in yeah. this group. Yeah, it's only one group. And what's crazy think is... about that for a second. I, I am. What, what, what drives me crazy is this dude posted up a picture of uh, the Chinese space landing. Like, he posted a picture, the new picture of Earth, and it was from last year <clears throat> but then everybody was like mad because they were saying it was from this year and this year it's on the dark side of the moon whatever it didn't matter but uh he posted up fake where are the stars there's no stars and i was like i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna stop and explain to this guy how exposure works and no, then like i do no no don't <laughs> and so i i explained like listen guy when when you expose something with a camera, this is what happens and all this stuff. And I, 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 I write all this out and I said I even said I was like, if you want to test this for yourself, go take a picture of the moon and you'll notice there's no stars, and then go take a picture of, you know, the stars and you'll you'll notice that the moon is extremely dim. Like or extremely bright. Like you know, it's like explaining to him, like just go do Hashtag this. Like, Globetard, bro. Yeah. You are. <laughs> and so like like trying to trying to help him out. And then, like, naturally, I'm thinking to myself, like, like, let me go look through this dude's profile. Let me look at this guy's profile. Let me see, you know, what he's working with. <laughs> bachelor of Computer Science. <laughs> he's got a bachelor's, bro. The dude's got a fucking college degree. Like, Are you surprised? Scott goes to college. You know what the yeah, people... Yeah, let me tell you the fucking hidden secret behind college degrees, okay? It is an equation that goes a little something like this. Money plus patience, plus time equals college degree, okay? You could be, like, there are people there who legally should not be allowed to operate a fucking automobile, much less have a degree in a working job, man. It's, uh, I'm so mad that's, that's like <laughs> the only point the military used to get me was, like, free college. I was like, this is, it should be free. Like, someone should be paying me to listen to these motherfuckers talk. <laughs> painful. Uh, man, I don't know how we made it here. How do we get here? What happened? I, I don't know. I was telling, anyway, telling you about the summer time. Got bullshit. us again. God Back to, <laughs> so I'm trying to think if I did anything else hobby prior. Oh, I worked a little bit more on my black shields that I'm taking to, um, Sweden. Sweden. I'm, still, I'm still waiting on parts. I got my Dragonforge bases in, so thank you, Jeff. Thanks. You have the best bases. So I got all my bases in. I'm waiting on my Shapeways um, shoulder pads, and then I can assemble everything and get it airbrushed. Well, that's exciting. Nice. Barn. I got a barn update. We can do that. The exterior is done. It's got garage doors. It's 
got entry doors. I put the doorknobs on. We, uh, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but I've purchased all the insulation. All the insulation's waiting. Uh, the electrical should be done Monday. If well, we got this huge fucking snowstorm, so if the guy comes, because my driveway has like nine inches of snow in it. Boy. By the way, we got a when Ben came over, he promptly got immediately stuck in my driveway. <laughs> Um, like my truck's parked here and he like his driveway's two and a half got stuck my lane my my driveway is two and a half lanes wide my truck is parked all the way over to the left and for whatever fucking reason he thought i'll just drive all the way over here like 30 foot to the north of ryan's truck and he promptly just drove off in the yard and because of where they're doing construction, building the barn, or where they build up the one driveway, even if there was no stow, he'd have been stuck. Because it's like a foot and a half drop off, and his fucking car would have just bottomed out on the gravel. But add to that, like, eight or nine inches of snow, and his shit's, like, buried in the snow. I'm like... Did you take pictures? So, <laughs> Surely He may have. Oh. So... He's probably shaking his head right now, embarrassed, because this next part is pretty embarrassing. Like, I still don't, I can't wrap my brain around how this happened. So, I don't know. Here, I use these little cards, just so you guys can see. Sell it to us. So, my driveway, is it slopes down from the road, because, you know, I, I live up on a hill, so the road's on the crest of the hill. So, if your house, if you live up here, your house is always going to be slightly lower than the road. Um, but anyway, so he's kind of downhill and he's went off this fucking embankment. So I have to pull him uphill in the snow out of this fucking hole he's buried himself in, in my oh, truck. Please. So I have, first I have to drive to town and buy a toe strap because somebody's done this before and my toe strap got caught in their frame of their vehicle and we literally could not get it out and I had to cut it. So... Uh, I had to go buy a new toe strap, so we go into town, went to food and stuff, a.k.a. Uh, Rule King, bought a fucking toe strap, come back, hooked it up to Ben's car. We go we get it, we get, go to pull it out. I go, start your car and help me, you know, so you can have it in reverse, whatever. So he goes to start the car and it won't start. And he goes, uh, might be out of gas. Oh, <laughs> my God. I'm man. like, what? And he goes, yeah. Uh, my gas light came on, and I thought I had, you know, this much time to get gas, and I figured when I left here, I'd just, like, you know, get it right here at the end of your road. And I think sitting on this hill at this really steep angle, because I've went off, it's not getting fuel. I'm like, Ugh. So luckily, I had gas for my lawnmower in a can, so we put gas in the car, get the car going. So we get this fucking thing pulled up, right? So this car went off the driveway at an angle like this. So in order to get to pull it, I have to, I'm in the driveway going straight. So he's going like at an angle this way and I have to pull it, you know, at, I have to drive this direction to try to pull it, you know, out this way. Cause I can't go this way cause I won't get any traction. Right. He just steers. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pulling it. So it comes out. Right. And, Oh, that's the other thing I said, roll your window down so we can talk to each other. His window won't roll down. I have a window, don't roll down. I'm like, of course it doesn't. 
So <laughs> I should have told him. I should have thought been, about it a little longer. Just said with, with beaters. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just told him when I get you out, like when we're both out, I'll blow the horn and we stop. Right, we're good. I didn't. I just figured because the tow strap's long. There's like fucking fifteen, twenty feet in between the cars. It's like a twenty foot tow strap. No problem. Right. Pull him out. We're going uphill, so I knew he wasn't going to slide into me or whatever. Didn't think so. Get him pulled out, right? I hear somebody yell something. Like, he yells real loud, so I figured, oh, we'll quit pulling. So I stop. I look in my rear mirror, and he just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and he's not slowing down. And I'm like, my brain didn't process it fast enough, and then all of a sudden I hear, crunch? He backs into... he comes out of the ditch and his passenger side bumper hits the corner of my pass of my passenger side bumper like this. <laughs> so I'm like, the fuck? I'm like, we're going uphill. Like, and he didn't even slow down. I thought, well, I, there's no way this isn't like a fucking thousand horsepower monster truck. There's no way I pulled him so fast <laughs> that he like came out of a ditch and slid uphill into my truck. I'm not driving grave digger. Yeah, Kenny Anderson here. So I fucking get out of the truck and I go around there and his bumper, like, it, my, like it's like we're one. Like the cars are like welded together. I mean, it's like mashed together. And I'm looking at it and he's looking at me and I can just see like the look on his face, like he's waiting for me to like fucking just explode and go off. And I just went, pull it forward. So he gets back in the car and pulls it forward. And we get to look at it. My truck is fine. There's literally not even a scratch on it. And he's got a dent in his bumper that's like basketball size, about a foot deep. I mean, it's just crunched to this bumper in. And the only like saving grace is it's like one of those like thin plastic, like bubbly bumpers, like a tourist or some shit has, you know, that's just like a painted. So he can just get in there and probably just pop it out because it just has like foam and shit on the inside. But I'm like, why didn't you stop? And he's like, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> did you use your mirror? Like, cause I was looking at the tracks. I was like, did this guy slide? Like if he slid, you know, if you slide with a tire, it just has like a smooth in the snow. It's going to be smooth. But like, you can see the individual treads where this tiredness was rolling, like free rolling. I'm like, what, like what has happened here? So he was like, he was totally mortified and so embarrassed. And I told him I was telling the story on the podcast. There's no way I was letting this go. Cause he was like, man, I live on a farm. I back fucking tractors in and all this shit all the time. I'm like, bro, you were here one minute and just drove off my driveway. I don't know where you were driving. Like he just like, pointed it at the woods and fucking gave it hell or something like Dukes of Hazard style. I don't know. Then I pull you out and you don't even stop. You just back. Like I thought he was like, Maybe he got, I thought he went to the same driving school as that lady that me and Michael got behind at Gen Con. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. So, How are you sideways in the road, lady? Yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty goddamn entertaining, to to be honest. So my truck is now 2-0 and in car fights. Uh, you don't want a sedan around my truck and hit it or back into it because... Uh, apparently, American-built sedans do not stand up well to a Toyota bumper because Texas-built bumper. <laughs> <laughs> Can it's... confirm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
so anyway, um, yeah, that was a fun experience. And then Bill came over. Bill just has a two-wheel drive, like, little SUV thing, uh, front-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive, I don't know. But uh, he backed in, at least, and we cleared him a little spot at the top. But what happened was that snow started to melt, and it started to rain, like, drizzling rain, and then snow more, and then it refroze, so it was, like, fucking ice when he was here. So he didn't get, like, stuck. He was, like, just, he would get to the top, and then it would slide back down. And it's not even that steep of an incline, so I had to pull him out, too. But he wasn't, like... It wasn't bad at all for so or may, he was turned he was turned around too he was, yeah because I just hooked it to his hitch we just hooked hitch to hitch and I pulled him right out was no problem yeah wow. and, you know like when he got to the road he stopped you know he didn't just, <laughs> just keep backing up which just wasn't an accomplishment <laughs> until now yeah <laughs> sounds like Ben might be driving on a suspended license or something <laughs> yeah. <I don't, laughs> I'm not so sure what was going on with that, but poor ben. that was a good time. <laughs> like, it was like, like, could you roll any like worse dice than like that exact? Like, oh man, I fucked my car up. I pulled too deep. Oh well, I'll just worry about that later. Ah fuck, I'm out of gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one guy is gonna help me out. Goosh, <laughs> just wrecked it. <laughs> Like the only thing, the way that could have been worse is if his like brakes went out, and that's what happened. <laughs> Dude, for real, I was just like recently converted from a religion that doesn't believe in driving. By <laughs> oh, yeah. What Ben did tell me is he grew up on a farm, an Amish farm. They don't really have cars. <laughs> he wanted to know about airbrushing so bad he literally stole a car and drove here as an Amish person on Rumspringer. I thought his pants looked funny. I thought those looked homemade. I couldn't tell what was going on. I didn't want to say anything. They're single stitch. I I, I knew something was up. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought his rope belt kind of threw me off. It's not a a machine stitch linen. (laughs) (laughs) But um, the the cool thing Ben did for me is he's got a buddy that had some premium uh, Axis stuff. Some uh, Falschermager... Uh, Luftwaffe stuff and it that unit that I needed that one fucking unit that uh tank hunter squad he yep. uh sold that to me oh. so I got that and then I picked up uh one of the planes the hexi the one that has the big missile the one shot missile yep thanks um got that and then I got uh one of the walkers that's the Luftwaffe airdrop ones the anti tank one the flamer and then like the the hurst or hust hurst the Hearst, I believe. It's, it has a U and an HU. It's got some like anti-tank rocket, like shape charge thing on it that is only range four, but it uh it hurts all the way up to tank seven. Yeah, I want to say Luft Hearst is is correct. Yeah, and it's got a flamer on it and a machine gun. It's pretty cool. It's kind of expensive, but it's pretty cool. You got one of them. And then I got another Observer Squad. What's well, badass? That's fucking sweet. So, so that's it, man. That's all my hobby progress. That's my Ben story about fucking just <laughs> playing. Demol- oh, yeah, He'd be really good at a demolition derby, you know, backing up and using that bumper as a weapon. I thought I didn't know what was going on. I was like, what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So- God damn it. Oh, we were discussing Halloween costumes, and I was going to try to convince Scott 
to go as Wayne from Letterkenny, and then I'll go as Squirrely Dan, <laughs> and then get Kurt, get Kurt uh, Miles to go as fucking Derry, <laughs> and then get Nick to go as uh, Stuart, the skid. <laughs> but all these work. It works. We could do the whole town. Yep. That'd be pretty good. Nick is very Stuart like. Yes, he's incredibly <laughs> Stuart like. <laughs> just no drugs. If we put Nick, if we gave Nick methamphetamine, he would just become Stuart. <laughs> I sent a, uh, I sent some dust stuff over to a pretty big YouTuber. So hopefully, he, well, he said he's gonna make. I, he said he's gonna make a. What do you call it? Uh, Video videos out of it. So looking forward to that. They were talking. Have we heard back from fucking Critical Rocket yet? He hasn't sent me anything. Why doesn't? Why won't he let us love him? God damn it! I still love him. Gorilla Gorilla Miniature Games. You've heard of them, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Old uh, old Ash over there. Yeah. Yeah, I reached out to him and was like, hey, man, I know that like (laughs) I know that we've met each other on the traps and I know that like, you know, your Canadian ass is like listen to our podcast before. Would you like some dust? And he's like, I don't know what that is, but sure. Like, Are you what? offering me drugs? <laughs> like, yeah, for real. <laughs> and so uh, I was like, man, I was like, I'm, I would love to see some, like, to see you play it and, like, to draw some attention to it and all that jazz. And you have a huge following. And so I sent him two starter kits. I was like, two starter sets. Like, play with your buddy. I sent him a U.S. Marine Corps and the Looped Waff starter kit. So Damn. looking forward to seeing how that's going to work out. Pretty exciting. Scott, I need you... to keep this thing rolling. I can probably hear you guys. I gotta go get the power adapter for this thing. So, I'll be right back. Okay. But Scott, man, if you're interested, I also have starter kits available. Oh, just them out. And I will just hand them the fuck out. I've, like, <laughs> tried to force on someone, Derek. Don't let him pretend like he <laughs> hasn't had his... I've got two already. <laughs> I tell you what, I will give it a fair shake, but don't send them right now because I do not have the time to do it during the semester. But what are you thinking? Point. You thinking you thinking you like the old Japanese? You thinking yep. you like the old? Yeah. Oh, really? Because I have yes. I have two Japanese starter sets. I got a Japanese starter set that I can send you right now. I've already offered it, to Derek. He wouldn't take it. I still got uh, mercenaries. I got to paint up. He still has mercenaries. He needs to paint up. And uh, that's a, that's got a lot of stuff in front of it because I still got 30k projects that I was supposed to have done like a year ago. I can give you more mercenaries right now. Scott's already got a bunch of fucking samurai to paint that I gave him. Yeah, I got a lot of shit on my backlog right now. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that BattleTech BattleTech man eats up all your fucking time. Yeah, man, I can't. I'm fucking. Shooting in between my toes and everything, dude. Just yeah. Like very little time I'm not thinking about that. I've never heard that expression. It's before. like biotech, sex, and food is pretty much my fucking life right now. So There you go. <laughs> I mean, food. what more <laughs> could you ask for? And then uh, maybe sleep when you can get it. Yeah, <laughs> so. uh, but anyway, 
I did want to mention before we go uh, the powerful, powerful Andrew Hollis is hosting a Kickstarter right now. Uh, if you guys remember that he hosted a Kickstarter for a uh, a Knight Scion model a while back, and then also, also the, the Unarmored the Marines. Unarmored Marines, correct. And so he had those uh, Kickstartered. And so he's doing the same thing, but for the 2019 models. Uh, so this is going to be for Quatorius Sacristan, whatever that means. That's Sacristan. the uh, Sacristan. It's like the mechanics that work on the knights. Yeah, the mechanics work in the knights. It says, but called a night house engineer for obvious reasons. Oops. I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> aka their their battle tech techs before games workshop ripped them off yeah <laughs> fuck it's like <laughs> oh yeah so <laughs> it's like but don't call them that because games workshop will make us pull up oops yeah, uh, these uh make sure you don't call them that on the podcast oh oops fuck <laughs> do not uh, read this to the players <laughs> uh so yeah it's the sacristans uh, they look pretty sweet, man. Like, uh, I would if I played a night house, I would want one of these in my night house. Fuck yeah, especially if you're playing like 40k and you use the forge shrine, slap one of these bad boys on top, you're good to go. Don't know what that is, but yeah, absolutely. They're pretty cool. And then uh, of course there's like a uh, a there's additional like uh, stretch goals and stuff like that. It looks like because it looks like there's the option for a like envoy as well so but it's cool because he gets it set up like you can pay up front if you know you have a big event coming up you can join in the like event level tier so you can get like dog tags and stuff like that as well like you can say i have an event coming this year i'll just go and toss this money out now and it's all in australian so your american dollars like the long green (laughs) the big green boys (laughs) i always remember when i was like feel what it's like to be games workshop (laughs) (laughs) for real (laughs) i'm selling them plastic for nothing uh so anyway uh yeah so go check that out uh i will post up you know what i will actually go ahead and copy this right now and post it to our Facebook page. You'll share, you know. I'll go and share it to you, you kids, these little swindlers out there. Well, I'll try. There we go. So, yeah, he asked us to give that a shout out. Uh, and it's exclusive throughout nine, 2019. I think they actually ran out of the naked Marines. I bet. So, they're pretty cool, man. They're great objectives. Yeah. yeah. I got one. I wish I had more. <laughs> one naked marine. So have a whole bunch of those naked marines, dude. We need to shout out painting classes, Michael. Shout them out. Okay. Well, we'll do Henry's first since me and you are both uh, partaking in that. So Henry Steele from Cold Paint is coming to the U.S. for the first time officially. Like he came for camp, but that was kind of like you had to come to camp, Illegally. so it was exclusive to camp. <laughs> It wasn't illegal. <laughs> People are listening, Scott. They can turn your iPhone into a listening device. Um, but anyway, um, this is like the first time Cold of Paint has come to the U.S. on an official level that's open just to the general public. So April 19th through 21st, they will be here in Indiana at the barn that I'm building. 
and then April, the next week, basically April 26th through the 28th, they will be at Atomic Hobby in Cypress, Texas, which which is like 30 minutes from the from uh, uh, Bush International Airport. So, and I think everybody like uh, all like the cheap as airlines like Frontier and all them, they all fly out of Bush, so you can get like a flight to Houston for like. Mm, Probably like eighty bucks somewhere. Yeah, and then you can you're get to also... Indianapolis cheap too. And the Indianapolis airport's only thirty minutes from my place, so it's about yeah. the same depending on where you live, distance wise. So yeah, so it's uh, get yourself an Uber, go over to Cyprus. Uh, the guys that are Atomic Hobby are super cool, and get in that paint class. I don't yeah. know. This is like the probably the cheapest way that you could get this paint class. And I know last year. There was a ton of people that were like, man, I wish that I could take this MKA class. It's like, well, night cold is. paint. Wabam. And like it's as cheap as it's possibly going to get. Yep. So, And it's in two locations. We got you covered. We got the north and the east covered with Indiana. And we got the south and the west covered with Texas. So get her done. So it's a it's an infantry and vehicle painting class. So basically they're going to teach uh, like airbrush maintenance and best practice for that. Appreciating some hairy brush techniques, uh, light sourcing, uh, color application, edge highlighting, creating transitions with an airbrush and a brush, battle damage, weathering, oil paints, pigments, how to apply water slide transfers properly, um, detailing islands on Marines and then exhaust and tracks on vehicles. Um, so it's going to be good. It's two. You go to coldapaint.com to buy tickets, and the class is 200 British pounds. Uh, so that obviously fluctuates daily. So just check your conversion rate or whatever. Uh, I think it's roughly 250 American right now. I think the Indiana class is roughly half sold out. I don't know about the Texas one. Have you checked in with him, Michael? Do you know? No, it is not sold out yet. Okay. So there are spots available for both courses, but... Uh, they could go fast. I'm expecting a bunch of tickets sell when it's tax time. So um, you might go ahead and get them while it's not. And then after that, a month later in May, so May 22nd through May 26th, um, Matt Kane is coming back um, to here in Indiana and he's going to be teaching out of the barn this time. And he's teaching an advanced brush skills and character painting class. So, um, I don't think I've sent this flyer to you guys. Check out these models on here that Matt did. Uh, Michael and Scott and Derek. Hang on just a second. So anyway, this advanced character class, it's five days long, but you're only painting for four. So you do two days and then you have a free day just like last time and then two more days, but it's like super intense. Um, it talks about on this flyer, you're going to do color theory, transitions and focal points, learn how to paint power weapons, the fancy way, uh, flesh and faces, cloaks and embroidery, light sourcings, metallics, true metallics and non-metallic metal painting, uh, how to apply transfers in very difficult areas. Basically it's like a, where you can paint a display model. And, Matt is bringing everybody a horse model. If you uh, so, if you want a free horse model, you can come to the class and Matt will supply you with one. If you you can paint something different than Horus, but if you do, 
uh, you don't get the model. So, but if you want to paint Horus, he'll provide the model for you. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing with the horse, though? I don't know. He says, oh, you want to paint something else? Okay. Crack. <laughs> yeah. Just stomps it out, like, right in front of you. Just drops it on the ground. Just smashes like, it. Okay, you don't want to paint the free horse that I just gave you for free for taking my class? All right, okay. But, um, what are you, you going to paint? Like, what? Now I want to paint this. Uh, but for those of you who don't know who Matt is, he's the... Uh, he's a former Forge World studio painter, so he painted most of the Primarchs on the website. Uh, and he's also won uh, a couple Golden Demons, at least two that I know of. Let's go ahead and throw this out. He is a pre-2018 Forge World painter. Let's go ahead and just toss that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah, just, just like... <laughs> <laughs> like... specialized fat bastard in space, so... Yeah. <laughs> he is the, like... like, like OG Forge World painter. When you would look at, it, you'd go, "Holy shit!" Someday, someday, like <laughs> not the unibrow shit you've been seeing recently. FedEx <laughs> uh, <sighs> delivery guy, they fucking do it for him real quick. Uh, but yep, that's what's going on in this neck of the woods. So if you want to do Henry's class, um. Buy the tickets at coldpaint.com. If you want to do Matt's class, get in t- contact with me, Ryan at warhammer30k.com, and you just pay me through uh, PayPal. So just hit me up if you want to buy tickets, and I'll get you the PayPal to buy tickets. Uh, if you come to Matt's class uh, or Henry's class here, and you don't mind sleeping on an air mattress, uh, Velatar style, like Tim and Michael say, you can just fucking sleep here in the basement. I don't care. It could be free. It could be really cheap. Um, I, do, I don't think you're selling that well enough. Like, not only do you get to sleep on the air mattress in Ryan's cool basement, but there's also the chance that you'll be blessed by a tiny little black kitty <laughs> that will come and snuggle with you. He probably will. He loves people. So just he would powerful little William, right? It's William. Yep. And the yeah. seal. The seal would come down here and roll over and let everybody rub her belly. <laughs> <laughs> William will drool all over you, and you won't be you won't be mad at all. Just he's the nicest cat. Just cash out Brian the money, and he can stay in his basement. And <laughs> <laughs> and so that cats. that free day, we're gonna we're gonna be doing lots of cool gaming as well out in the barn. Um, but if you instead of doing gaming, if you you know want to do whatever, like uh, go hike at one of the very many cool parks or go caving or, you know, whatever. There's a lot of things to do, especially if you're only here for a couple days here in Indiana. Tons of good food. I know what you're thinking. Like, eh, that's cool. Good food. No, the food is fantastic. The food is fucking you, great. You think you've had good food. No, they've, they've got it figured out. I had, like, reheated Mama Bears, and it was probably the best pizza I've ever had. Yeah. Michael's had, uh, he had uh, tomato pie. He had the other good pizza places here. We have, we have two good, extremely good pizza places. I had Mama Bears. Oh, you had that last time that you were here. Yeah, yeah. I could not forget those furry, furry melons. So, what did you <laughs> like better? Did you like Mother Bears better, or or the other place better? Uh, I don't know. Uh, probably i don't i don't know i don't know which one <laughs> don't make me pick <laughs> so i don't want to make either mad and then have them <laughs> bad me. i like the 
the tenderloin and there's I look for it on like every menu down here to try and find somebody who makes it and I have not found one. So <sighs> But anyway. That's all we got, dude. That's all she wrote. That's it, man. That's all I got. Where are emails go? Why don't people send us emails anymore? <laughs> I don't know, man. They used to send us like all the questions for lists and they used to send us advice for lists and all that jazz and oh we still get those i just don't do them anymore i just say here's the list library link so we do get those emails still oh well there you go this just in (laughs) i can't write any more corals of the hydra list i've written them all like i don't know what you want from me Uh, the hotline's dry man i'm getting no voicemails either 209 <laughs> RFI 30K0. I got a little yeah. internet nugget I'll leave you guys with. Something for you to enjoy. Look up Manny Pacquiao Anger Translator. And oh my <laughs> god, that video is. Uh oh, Michael's you know, going like right now. Peel, uh, episode where like Obama has an anger translator yeah. whenever he says something. It's, it's kind of like that. Except real. Why is my keyboard all fucked up? Oh, there we go. I can't wait. Okay. Gets anger translator to cuss out Adrian Broner. Yeah, that's it. What's up? How you doing tonight, sir? Good to see you. Good to see you, man. Big fight, big fight coming up with uh, Adrian Broner. You know, I, I just wanted, he said he's going to knock you out. Uh, what do you think about that? What are your thoughts? Oh, that's um, that's easy to say, but uh, hard to do, to do it. What he really meant to say is it's easy to say, but we're going to fuck him up, punch him in his eye, <laughs> kick him in his nuts. That short bitch is going down. That's what he really meant to say. Go ahead. So that's true. You're going to be going for the knockout, man. Is that, is that your strategy? I'm not predicting the fight, but I will do my best to, to do the same as my last fight. What he really meant to say, man, that's the bullshit. He gonna really fuck this boy up, I mean. Send him back to the hood, knock him the fuck out, change his life. He gonna see about six different Pacquiao in the fucking ring that night. <laughs> hey, man, you don't really need this fight. You know, Broner really needs it. He's on a comeback. Are you doing him a favor? Um, uh, it's, uh, I just want to, uh, to give the fans uh, a good fight. And, 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 that's not and, what you mean. He is doing my fucking favor, okay? The boy is broke. He, go, he bought out a jewelry that's fake. He has no money. He lives in a project. I'm just going <laughs> to to a bitch out. <laughs> Manny, uh, Brunner hasn't always known to be the most respectful fighter in the world. Are you worried he's going to do something uh, ratchet? He's going to try to hump you or something in the, in the ring? Um. I'm okay, it's okay. Um, he's doing that, but I will do an action in the ring. That's the way you meant. Man, he said Brunner is a fucking freak, a pervert. He's gonna try to touch his nipples and touch his balls in his ring. He's gonna fuck him up when he see him. There ain't no fucking joke, motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, I know, I, I know that uh, you're focused on Brunner, but I gotta ask okay. you, Mayweather's been so good. I can't, I can't wait to watch the rest of that. Oh my god. <laughs> no, man. He's a fucking pervert, man. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's gold. All right, boys. Well, we I got to go pick up my roommate from work. So. I will catch you fellas later. All right, man. See you guys. Everyone. Bye. Bye.